smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. What's up? Let's get into some Grow Talk, Scotty. It has been a minute. It is time to talk Grow officially for a Grow Talk episode 1282. Dear God, 1282. Sometimes you think about that. Shit. Yeah, man. Well, the idea behind this show for us to get to hang out and bullshit about Grow. So 1282 hours later, we're still talking. <laughs> hey, what's with this shirt, man? Did you just suddenly win the t-shirt game? <laughs> Lord uh, You Singanic. can't totally see it. Holy Finally. Shit. Finally got my Lord Singanic shirt. Shout out to Paul over at Karma Dog. He originally had shipped this up to uh, shipped this up to me. I had a place just over the border in Washington where you could pick up people. People from the states could ship you shit instead of going over the border into Canada. And it was before all the COVID shit, so it just sat in this mailbox place for like a year and a half. And finally got it cleared out. And Lord Singanic, here we are. That is badass, man. <laughs> that is badass. Is that like the Bong Lord? Yes, yes. I, I do have overdue Lord. business here. Long overdue. Yes, I got a shout out to um, Shay wanted me to shout out to Jason. What's up? A long overdue happy in Billings, Montana. Belated birthday. Did you see Patreon producer, Jason? Sorry to get your birthday on time, buddy, but uh, happy birthday from the Dude Gross Show. Wait, are we doing like cameos now? Hey, Jason. Shay says happy birthday and happy <laughs> birthday from the Dude Gross Show and Scotty Real. Yes, you got it. You got it. I like that. (laughs) My $8. Well, this show is about talk and grow. Let me give a rundown here. We got a little extra in here today. It's been a minute since the grow talk. We got drying temperatures and humidity posted by trees for me, trees for thee. I like it. Whoa. Uh, Trending. We've been talking about this in the show. So I'm glad some posts came up with seed start from 1212 posted by Dank Little Closet. This is starting the seeds directly. Your seed pops comes out your lighting cycle is flower i'm excited for you guys to see these pictures something we're we're starting a new trend here um we have herbs now cannabis dryer which kind of posted by onyx it looks like a like a food dehydrator i'm kind of questioning this thing we'll get some (laughs) feedback it brings back the memories and not sure how to help but have some ideas for drying too fast in arizona posted by lippy grows uh in a grow hack Another one of Yoheim's broke ass grow hacks by Yo, I'm growing. Yo, Yoheim <laughs> Grohan. Awesome. That's pretty good, man. Uh, last but not least, grow apps automation and record keeping, posted by Treetop. So good show today, guys. Stay tuned for that before we hop into it. We've got a minute of all good business for your DGC Patreon producers. Let me nail it for you. Don't forget the happy hour every Friday. DGC 420 happy hour, hanging out with Soup the Gardener on Discord, whoever else shows up. Half the show's <laughs> bullshitting, having a happy hour, talking grow, talking whatever. The other half, we open it up for people to raise hands, ask questions, talk about whatever we want to. And we're also hooking up the next probably month at least, jinx-proof genetics during that happy hour. If you can't catch it, 420 Pacific time, repost it on Mondays. You don't have to watch live on Discord to be able to win the seeds. Also uh, hooking up a bigger giveaway. If you guys are logged in over on Patreon supporting the show, go check out the new post to win an HLG 350R. Or if you're in second or third, you can win the HLG 100Rs for the holidays. Light it up, Scotty. Light up the grow. Yes. Okay. I am. I did. I got four 300Rs. I did have something for everybody out there. Uh, Thanks, Grumpy Grasshole. Dudegrows.com forward slash Xmas. You don't have to be a patron producer here. This is, uh, we're hooking up, oscillating their six-inch 
oscillating fans from AC Infinity, which is pretty dope in itself. But to win one, you need to go over to dudegrows.com forward slash Xmas and show your grow decorated. I don't show a bud decorated, show a plant, show your grow tent, your grow room, be creative, get some Christmas spirit there. I think we have about seven of these to give away. It's a dope little oscillating fan. And I've Scotty allows will throw maybe an eight ounce of recharge in there. I don't know as well. Oh, no way. Yes, we will throw. We can have a party pack going out. So that's for everybody, guys. Dudegrows.com forward slash Xmas. Xmas. And last but not least, dudegrows.com forward slash support is where you go to join, to sign up, support the show. Get free seeds from Seeds Here Now also. 30% off recharge from Scotty. Plenty of other member benefits. Check it out. Dudegrows.com forward slash support. You guys, 1,282 episodes, eighth year here. There's no way in hell this would be going without you. Trust me, man. DDC Patreon producers making it happen. Much respect, guys. Yes. Thank you. That was pretty good. Um, Full on epic, man. (laughs) Channeled right into me, man. Let's get into the show. We got who's growing some dank. First and foremost, we're still kind of fresh off Oklahoma here. So shout out to Kabosh Cannabis and Noah. Got some dank nugs. Guru, do you know which this first? Are these both uh, ninja fruit or do you know which these were? What what was the number five? Was it Gorilla Glue number five? There was one that was super duper frosty. Gigi Cushman's? Gigi Cushman's, man. Sounds like Kyle's brother. We got their website. Got their website up. Gigi Wedding Mints was what that one was. And that was super fire. I think it tested like four and a half percent terps, which is crazy. And then the ninja's not listed on their website anymore, but I'm pretty sure this is a picture of the ninja in that room. Did you show the the Kabosh Cannabis One image? Is what you're showing? Uh, Yes. And then now that thing is dope. Now I'm showing the two. Yeah. the, The first one, you can see the LED lights in the background of everything but this was just a beautiful garden that we went into and by the time you guys are seeing this episode the yeah. uh episode of our tour of the kibosh cannabis facility is already up on youtube well, I, it went out on friday i watched that yesterday Thursday, and i was really proud i almost i kind of softly asked my wife if she wanted to watch it and of course she did <laughs> i was proud of that man it was like what 50 minutes of really good content from i mean noah really did a great job oh, that was another uh youtube only if you guys are podcast in the show uh if you want to check out that grow tour it's like 40 minutes or something go over to youtube and check out with the uh, kibosh cannabis grow tour yeah what a pro grower i mean with that uh temperature and humidity uh information the co2 information uh all that that troll master that he had just the, the you know the data logger uh it was really interesting looking at all that stuff man that's a pro grower right there yeah okay so uh <laughs> Let's get into these uh, other dag nugs here because uh, this is cool. We've been talking about seed start from 1212. And look at what straight up seed comes out, flowering light cycle. I'll do some narration while you show these pictures because yeah, I am rather this, impressed. This is from Bing da- Big Dank Little Closet. And look at the second picture. It looks like that bud did one of those guru. What's that called when a bud like polyploid? Yeah, very interesting. So, ploid it out, oh, man. Because what's up, guys? Long time lurker, first time poster. Had an, heard an episode about starting from 12, 12 light period, so I figured I'd share my experience. I grow in a small two by four closet for myself. Um, it says I started some bag seed that I received from a buddy in the area that had light leak and some hermed just to see what would happen. I ran some purple diesel and green crack from seed at 12, 12 with no veg at all. Wow. Together, it took about 11 to 12 weeks. In a peat-based mix, I created with uh, recharge and some box farm nutrients. 
No training, except I had to chop the top of my green crack because it stretched into the light. All in all, not a bad idea if you like growing for fun. I like growing for fun, and I'm going to do this shit, man. Like, once I have room in my tent, um, that's a decent harvest. You know, I like growing I mean? to get high. Well, yes, which is, <laughs> which is fun. I'm it's rather like, impressed for, from a seed. The structure looks good. The, de- the buds look good. Like, uh, so I'm excited to try this. Uh, we have another, uh, com- now, this tying into this year, another dank nug titled 1212 from the start, but they gave a tiny bit of edge period. Let me explain here. This is by Port City Grow, the left-handed grower. All right. <laughs> left-handed grower. I like it. It says, I didn't do this from seed, but as soon as they rooted, I threw the clones in one gals and just let them go. So a little bit of a different start, right? You already have a you know plant sure. rooted out. So that's a little bit of veg time, right? We consider where you're cloning, getting your roots. That's kind of like a little bit of veg time. Time um, a bit. Says I got about an ounce per plant of some real nice pink runs. Cheers, fellas. Love the show. Those look great too, Scotty. Like I'm thinking this. I mean, if you're restricted in size uh, and you don't know exactly how high, and you can grow, you know, let's say you can grow five, six. Unless you have like a four plant count or two, whatever. Maybe you want to get more out of your yeah. plant. Just a but. two or three week veg though would have hardy, you know, you could have cut that those central buds off, got all those side buds to flower up and you could have gotten five or six or se- you know, seven different colas all kind of even to the canopy if you would have shaped it. And it only would have taken maybe 14 days. Yeah, no, that would, yeah, you're going to get a little more. I like leaving those for this is the first like time the in my growth. Those central buds got some. Some dang, I mean, they're big. I didn't top this grow um, before going to bloom currently. It's because I wanted to see, you know, the first time growing the orange gasm, strawberry right. starburst, uh, what would happen with it. And I don't know, nothing wrong with having a big gas. I mean, I guess the consensus is if you top and train out a little, you're going to get more yield from all those lower buds coming out instead of one central cola. Well, because you can also even out the canopy a little bit, you know, where it's not that central cold is probably shading a lot and taking a lot of energy from those other buds. So you just get, I don't know, it's, it's my style, but I do understand. Uh, just, I guess it shaves two weeks off. I guess it depends, depends your situation, but it's certainly cool. Imagine that. Jay Maestro was right about it. After all. Uh- <laughs> he did say we were as bullshit with Maestro. If you guys are doing this, like if you do want to top the plant, it doesn't go into bloom. I think it was saying it takes like at least, you know, two, three weeks where if you do some topping quicker, which I might try that almost like bonsai style cannabis, um, that is acceptable as well. I want to back up to the first one, the seed start from 1212. I forgot to read about the author for Big Dank Little Closet. Which I love that. <laughs> nice. So it's this Big Dank Little Closet about the author. Any of y'all can fill out about the author with your dudegrows.com profile. So it's just a dad, husband, guy skateboarder trying to learn some knowledge to grow my own medicine wait is that how he ids what what do they call that man like you're what do they call when you id yourself he him her you know oh i forgot it yeah anyway dad husband uh, come on what do they call that you talking about pronouns yeah yes i i'm a big dang little closet pronouns dad husband (laughs) guy skateboarder (laughs) yeah that'd be awesome this is trying, yeah, trying to learn some knowledge and grow my own medicine and to pass on the love. Keep growing right on, big dank little closet. Very um, cool. Man, how old are you when you stop skateboarding? Depends on what do you mean? I mean, you skateboard for a long time. You have to be damn good because I remember when I would skateboard, dude, I'd knit my shins, 
my shins especially are always banged up from that board hitting them, you know? I've been seeing these kids skateboard kind of by my spot. I got some big hills over here, and um, it's, like, ideal for the, like, I don't know what you call it, but they're just bombing down the hill. But the other day, like, I saw the speed wobbles coming on. Like, well, you know when you see the speed wobbles? Yes. You're like, oh, dude, oh, dude, oh, shit, oh. And I think they pulled out of it, but they were, like, the hand protective uh yeah they use their hands as brakes a little bit to lean in and put them. yeah exactly pucks that were down yeah so all right more ddc if you guys have started from 12 12 pretty quick share um i'm gonna get after that that's in my grow plan here where comes after the speed wobbles when it goes bad because speed wobbles <laughs> yeah. superman or yeah i was gonna say that or running faster than you are physically able to run ah. for a second like the split second of like you're running in the air oh. and then the the telling you man just discard knees and shit i'm sure if you ever uh, driven in somebody's or... untuned suspension and you, you get the speed wobbles on the highway like okay okay dude <laughs> yeah. like everything's like you're <laughs> scaring me all right question one here drying temperatures and humidity uh posted by trees for me trees for thee all right i like it so ddc i need some advice uh ideal drying temp is 65 degrees and 60 percent around there 60 60 we're going 58 60 57 61 you know you could mix it up a little bit but that's ideal um so relative humidity, if or if ideal temperature is six is sixty five degrees and sixty percent relative humidity, and temperatures drop below sixty five, do I need to raise or lower the humidity? I dry in my room, which is a passive airflow room. Temperatures aren't going to drop lower than sixty degrees. I've had two disappointing runs, or, or yeah, aren't. I've had two disappointing runs already this year, and I'm hell bent on turning out some dank. I grew raspberry parfait by Humboldt Seed Company this past round. So we can hit that first. So he's asking, so if temperatures drop lower than the ideal temperature for drying, do you adjust your humidity at all? I mean, if temperatures drop lower, our bud's going to dry slower, right? Yes. The buds are, and that is only a beneficial thing. So like when you're drying cannabis, the main thing to worry about is the humidity that's in the room. It can tolerate a little bit hotter or a little bit lower. You might lose a little bit more terps if it's a little bit hotter. But the main thing is getting that that humidity right so that it gets the right humidity in the actual bud when it's drying. Um, the temperature can vary a little bit and not have too many negative impacts on stuff. As long as it's not like 75, 80, 85 degrees in there, like you, you should be good as long as you're keeping that humidity at the right level. Because the, plant, yeah, the plant's no longer photosynthesizing or uh, respiring, so it doesn't need to have like VPD anymore where the, the temperature and humidity together matter a lot. It's really just much more about that humidity and trying to keep it... Uh, cooler in there um I think it's if you're running into like time. really really low temperatures like in the 40s or something like that uh then it's going to dry take long enough to dry that maybe you might want to bring those humidities down just a little bit uh to prevent any type of bud mold forming or something like that but as long as you're within like 10 degrees of the 65 degrees 60 percent humidity um you should, well, you should be all good 75 degrees is a little, it's too hot that that is definitely like the a little bit limit. lower you're losing t- terps and stuff yeah like a little bit lower is cool but if you're in the 60s i know i just try to plant outside you know, like in my garage which we'll get into with what's going on in my grow dude i gotta adjust my grow style man i'm mixing my nutrients in 20 degree weather like that 
Did you show? Yeah. Did you show the, look at the grow, man. Grow looks great, man. I can see why you're concerned about getting these buds, right? Um, also a uh, second part of the narration on here. I also wanted to say that if you're a new grower, I highly suggest going back and listening to the dude and Scotty from the start in episode one. No, I'm not sure. I'm not no. sure. No. What episode, what's your starting episode number then? I don't maybe 300. <laughs> it says after a disappointing year growing combined with listening to the podcast, I can say I've learned more this year than in my previous years combined. If I could give the dude Scotty a hug, I would. Oh, thank Aww, you. That's thank just, uh, you. Yeah, virtual hug. Wow. I uh, wonder how you found the time this year to listen to all the shows. <laughs> I'm just I've so, consumed a lot of content this year, man. And last I don't know if I've done another good about the author. I don't think I've done this one. Trees for me, trees for thee. I have about five years experience growing indoors in Prohibition land in the mountains of Western North Carolina. I love growing herb. My wife would say I'm obsessed. Nice. I'm sure many wives say you're obsessed with that. Right. Um, I've even overheard where it can can cause a little bit of friction sometimes. Well, that's like with all hobbies, like the husband has... You know, you took over the whole garage with your fishing equipment, you know, but for us, yeah. it's grow tents. Yeah, it's okay, honey. Let me obsess. Let's watch days of our lives together, man. I obsess <laughs> over that, man. Um, I'm growing, let's say I grow in almost five in an almost five by nine room with passive airflow. Started growing when the 315 ceramic metal halide became popular. I have two of the 315s in my room. Nice. They're good lights. I grow in a system called Autopots. That's a good system. Yep, like and uh, I appreciate the DGC so much. I'm proud to be a patron. Right on, buddy. Fist bump into the comments. Whoa. Thanks, SC Dungslinger, DGC man, keeping it great. Growers yep. helping growers. I farted right on. Annette first, Grogan. What's up? And New Grow Era 96. Thanks for coming S- and helping out. SC Dungslinger does have it right. He agrees with Guru for stuff. Uh, welcome, fellow Carolinian. Uh, but it says he's in the mountain foothills and just keep your relative humidity between 60 and 65 and temps below 68 degrees. And he agrees that it's the uh, temperature. I'm sorry, it's the humidity. That's the big deal. You got to keep that humidity right. It'll just dry a little. A little slower, a little faster with uh, differentiating temperatures, but man, I came, I came home. I tried to lock my little couple plants that I grew in a, or that I was drying while we were away uh, in Oklahoma. I had them in a tent. I closed the tent up. I thought I'd be good. It got super cold. I went back in the tent. What do you think it said, dude? Where's my hygrometer? It said um, thirty-eight. Say, look, it's twenty-one percent in the room right now, man. <laughs> she said 18 and i was like yeah. 18 fahrenheit no 18 percent humidity oh i got it whoa yeah so i had to pull the old uh wet plant trick man you know where you take a little bit of the wet bud and you put it in with the dry bud and yeah got it yeah well uh good comments man good comments i uh, wanted to remind i did last week and bake but uh kevin says banner is so happy bliss. And this is in reference to the strain game. Another quick one that went out. If you were a podcaster, you wouldn't have got it. It was the video only. And we do that because sometimes some things are just more video orientated. But that was cool. That's where you guys just guessed. He was guessing the strains at Harvest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I thought the same thing about that. And then I talked to nice guy, Kenny. And he's like, I listened to that, man. While I was driving, it was really fun. And I was like, huh, really? Yeah, but uh okay. yeah i guess it's listenable man maybe we should put it out on podcast but uh yeah banner well come on i mean first off he loves strains and he loves those little subtle nuances you know 
So it was really fun. He was good at it too, man. Um, Sean if he was un, if he was unhappy doing that, we'd have to talk. No, yes. Yeah. I've been smoking weed so long. No, it was beautiful. What a joy. Sean Burnett says, uh, "What I th- I think you misspoke. You said raising your pH before you add nutrients is the way you want to do it, which is backwards." I think you can do this either way, Sean. So depending on what you have going on, for example, for me, I will actually lower sometimes my pH down to, and I know Scotty, you'll probably say this isn't necessary, but I'm just like mental. So I'll lower my pH down to about five um, on a recharge water only day. And then when I add my recharge, it'll bring it up to 6.5, which I like, or if I don't, I uh, add a recharge to my water that starts at seven, we'll probably bring it up to almost eight, which we've right. covered on the show. He said, not a huge right. deal. The microbes buffered out, but I just ha- I have the pH down. I have the meters. I like whatever it's control. I have to kinda, have, I'm controlling. Kind of goes against the like, uh, actual recommendation for how you should use yeah, recharge. Acid, go ahead and man. let people know you're making it acid. Man. Well, yeah, go just mix your nutrients. How you normally do. If you're watering nutrients or pH. Well, this is a water, water only day. Water. Yeah. On a water only day, pH your water to where where you want it to be in BC. I know you got really good clean water. It's coming out right around the right zone. You don't need to pH it down. Just mix the recharge in. It is going to raise the pH some. Uh, water is not the native environment for these microbes. It's just a really good, even, thorough carrier. Uh, as soon as they get in the soil surface, they're going to start buffering and regulating the pH and bringing it back right. down oh. to where you originally had it at. So you don't I'm need st- to lower it all the way down. You just need to uh, get it where you want it and then add the recharge. Don't worry about it. Because I do see it adding a full point to a full one, one to 1.5 on top of my, my my solution pH when I'm adding, depending on how much I'm adding. So you're saying, yeah, no big deal. But let's say you're doing something else. If you're mixing, um, I don't know why else you maybe want to pH down beforehand. It's okay. But it's it's a simple thing. The more concentrated the chemical, Guru and I were talking about this before. When you mix concentrated, two concentrated chemicals together, you've got a... uh, a, Much higher likelihood for precipitates to form, where like stuff is going to fall out of solution. It will never be available to your plants. So you're literally... Wasting money on nutrients if you have if you're having a ton of nutrient fallout. But that happens. and that's like the cloudiness that'll come in a reservoir when you add. Stuff that is to a it. very small amount when you add a capful of pH up or pH down. A worst case scenario, you take a cup, you take a cup and you scoop a cup up. I have a like a two cup little measuring cup kind of thing, and then you can put the capful of pH down in there, and then you move that or you know you swirl that around, and then you add that. So it's a much more diluted. It's diluted it 100 or 200 or 500 times whatever well he was saying as far as thinking i misspoke by saying adding ph up first an example of this would be it's not ph up but when i add um, potassium silicate it raises my p i add that first we've already gone over this you want to add that first and let it you know mix up in your solution at that, that point will. yep and at, i have some nutrients more than others um, I have a liquid, uh, I forgot the brand. I have a liquid guano slash, it's like an organic liquid. Organic liquids, fish shit, not so sure about biobiz. A lot of those will bring your nutrient solution pH quite a bit down. I think it's yeah, the quote acid. preservative. <laughs> right. So in that sense, when I add a potassium silicate, or if you're using a pH up before that, and let's say you pH up, and again, people are going to say, dude, these are organics. So it probably doesn't really matter once they get into the soil. I'm, I'm presuming that's what Drew would say. Um, but 
If I bring a solution with monosicilic, wait, monosicilic? Is it monosicilic? Monosilicic. Monosilicic. All right. It's like silicone. Silicone. Monosilicic acid at the concentrate, for example. When I add first, that will bring my pH up sometimes to 8.2. But then when I add my nutrients after the fact and stir everything up, they bring the solution back down to like a six-ish, which I, which I kind of dig how that works. So that was my commentation on this one the, makes uh, you go up, this one brings you down, and this one makes you go goofball. I used to like to take like an old like little tin or something and just pour uh, concentration, high concentrated pH up and down, and then pour them together in the same. Yeah, dynamic. on the other one, I'm foil. But like probably <laughs> breathe away or something, or be like in a hood. I don't know. You never, when you were a kid, you take the aluminum or the you take the two liter bottle and you pour a little. Maybe it's because we all had pools with pool acid. You take the muriatic acid, you throw a little. Uh, I don't know. This might be it. Might be illegal now. You put like aluminum foil in there and you shake it up, and it goes. Oh, is this how you you can make like a not a bomb, but like a with a two liter bottle? Can you? Yeah. Yeah, anarchist mm-hmm. cookbook stuff, man. No, I used to have a copy of that. I don't think I did See, anything in it. That was just kids being kids back then. No, you know, I mean, some of the shit was trouble. pretty like aggressive. I think. Well, I'm not <laughs> talking about everything from the anarchist cookbook. Um. All right, we got plenty more grow talk coming up. Before we hit it, I will remind you guys, as we do almost every show, 90 days to better. Buds, if you guys haven't checked out yeah. the guide, we've got the top reasons here. I think we came up with five ways we've improved our grower, things that we really remembered. Like, man, that was a game changer. Like, dude, when I switched LED lighting, we talked about microbes, but 90 days, this is over at dudegrows.com forward slash buds. Um, and you can, if you're, whether you're already, quote, you know, an expert or good grower, good way to audit what you have going on, see if you're missing something, or a great little guide for new growers getting into it too. I uh, just wanted to put something together. Uh, shout out to High C. I almost forgot his uh, DGC alias. <laughs> That's his alias in general, man. He he a graffito artist, man. He High C. Nice. I like it. But yeah, dudegrows.com forward slash buds. Something put together for y'all if you haven't checked it out yet. Go see if there's a way you can improve your grow, up your growing game. Yes. Uh, all right, this is two questions in one because they both relate here. So the first one is Herbs Now Cannabis Dryer posted by Onyx. I put a link here if you guys want to take a peek at the Herbs Now Dryer. Um, it says, hello, I'm looking for information on the Herbs Now Dryer. I need to find someone that has this piece of equipment. Uh, I need information from the manufacturer's tag. Whoa, country of manufacturer, model number, serial number. I am assuming this machine is manufactured in China. That's a fair assumption. I'm looking for the source. Interesting. I can tell you, I don't know if we're trying to improve on it, but what Um, we're looking at. I just got to go ahead and show the thing. (laughs) Yeah. Looks like a lot of, if you're a hunter, if you're a hunter out there, you probably have one of these already. Mm, Does it actually do it lower temperature than like a normal food dehydrator? Who knows? Don't use one of these. Unless, That's what it says. It's dried bud like tomorrow. No. It has a preset temperature for specifically drying herbs, Sean. The problem with this, you guys, yeah, like it, it looks herbs, like if you're drying basil, this probably works great, man. I think that um, this ties into also at the Cowboy Cup, somebody had won a drying rack, right? It was one of those that hang and collapse out. Mm-hmm. and you open the zipper and you put your buds in there and it's not good because it usually dries stuff too quick because you got to cut pieces down that's one downfall i see with this even it did work great it does have a lower temperature than a freaking 
um, dehumidifier, uh, what was the dehydrator? I have a dehydrator. It's just, yeah, but you got to cut your butt up, man. And I have a, another dank nug, I think, or something about how I like to hang big pieces of plants to dry. That's as small as I'll, I mean, I, that's as small that's as too, I'll cut a piece That's too right small there. still. Well, it actually, after I was hanging it, I had about two of these and then I would cut it because I wanted to put it in Got the it. curing bucket, man. And fuck Got it. Yeah. You're leaving plenty on stem, even in the curing process. Yeah. Uh, you don't want that thing crackling and snapping, man. Now, if you're curing, you want to have a little bit of moisture in it still. So, yeah, not sure why uh, you want the model number, seal number and all that. Maybe we're trying to make a better version of this. We did. I wish I had the link tying into the next grill question. Have uh, It was like a, a climate-controlled wine fridge. Now, most wine fridges you buy, and we covered this on the show, don't have humidity control, but they have temperature control, which is kind of cool. But this one implemented for growers, um, and it had like pull out racks, which that machine might work okay with humidity and temperature control. Um, but it was, it was pretty spendy as well, but this is, we got the next one here is drying too fast. Hang, hang on ahead. a second. That machine's yeah. 159 bucks. I just had the situation where I got to figure out drying. I didn't figure out where I'm going to dry. I've got a two by four tent sitting over there. I could dry in a two by two tent. The only thing is you need to regulate the temperature, uh, the humidity. I guess the temperature as well. If you put it somewhere <coughs> in a cool room, though, it's not that hard to get a room down, especially in the winter, uh, down to mid 60s. And then I got one of these fans, man. And we have a shout out to AC Infinity, man. I got one of these four inch fans with the. How does that tie into your drying? And because this is all I need to regulate humidity right here. Look, I've, I've already lost the got the humidity controller man so i regulate my humidity that way that's all i gotta worry about i set that at 65 i have uh, a heat heater right here so i set the heater to 66 68 degrees how do you add humidity because you're in colorado i mean you must have a humidifier yeah i mean the room is kept fairly humid yeah with the humidifier yes so all right well that being said, well, let's this will tie into the next grow question here. Um, drying too fast in Arizona by Lippy Grows. Hey, DDC, I love what you all doing with the show. Thank you. Uh, happy to be a Patreon producer. Happy you are a Patreon producer. As the dude says, says I've had two harvests now and a third coming in four weeks. Both trying periods have not gone well, and it's so frustrating after all the work you put into uh, you know growing the dank. Sure. With our aunt ambient humidity in the house being about 15 to 30 percent in phoenix that's probably what you deal with right that's 15 what we're to 30%. dealing with yep um it's what a challenge that's so why i have the tent though man the tent sealed up and that shit drying you know there's a lot of moisture coming out of those buds it's uh something where you put it on a, a switch like that you know humidistat and it uh Fan turns on just very every every now and again it turns on and it regulates your humidity that way. If you have it close somewhere close, it should, you know, or it regulates your humidity if you have enough humidity to begin with. That's if, what, if that's you're what trying I was going to get say. rid of humid air. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Yeah, uh, it's not going to add any humidity nope. to the ambient air it's pulling into no. there. So you got to have a humidifier if you're. Yeah, like, but this is for getting humidity. rid. This is for your basic drying. But if you have, yeah, for your basic drying, you're still going to have to cure it and finish it off. Pay a lot of attention to that. So, so multiple, it says, um, multiple humidifiers seem to be a good place to start, but I'm unsure how to get the house down to 60 Fahrenheit. My last harvest was drying seven days, even with the humidifier and a three by three tent. 
There's been some talk of wine fridges on the shows of past, but I'm curious if the DDC really thinks one of those could be the hot ticket for drying and super dry climates. Yes, the one which look in the show notes, look around. There was one specifically for Bud. I think it is a ticket. I swear somebody in Phoenix or Arizona bought one. Um, but they're a little spending. A tent, a tent with a giant, or I'm sorry, a teeny tiny humidifier, or even just buckets of water or something like that. Uh, but just you have a tent, shit, my hempy buckets, if you set them in there, they wick so much damn water up. They could be your humidifier. But some well, humidifier like, isn't the problem, right? It's the, the coolness. So she can't, he can't get down. It doesn't have to be 60. I mean, it doesn't have to be 60. If you Wait, I just figured out they. I just say they all the time. I don't know why I said he or she. I just used they. They can't. um, It doesn't have to be 60 all the time. You're right. You don't want to. Once you start getting towards 70 and a little up, you start to slowly be losing out. But it's not hard to keep something in the high 60s, 67, 68 degrees. Man, One little window units house, aren't man. expensive. If there's a way to figure out, like I bought, I forgot, I think it was a 5,000 BTU window unit for like, I don't know, 200 bucks maybe, maybe a little less. Small window unit. If you can figure out how to build a little area, you don't need that much space, but granted, you don't want the window unit blowing that cold air right onto any buds. You got to be careful right. of that. It needs to be kind of up high. I think that's going to be your solution. You know, talking about getting a wine fridge or this or that, you're basically just buying something to have a cooler space. There's a way to add humidity, like you said, with small. There's plenty of ways you can add humidity and get it up in a small space. But to keep it cool, I think you're going to need to, like, maybe you could dig a cellar. You could rent an excavator for a day, just a little <laughs> rental place. You're not helping, dude. No, a two-by-two right. two tent, man. Get your, I, I suggest I'm having success with it. Well, they said they have a three-by-three three already, ready to rock, just not cool enough. So figure out yeah. how else can we cool that? The portable AC hose ones might be a good portable. application in this? Maybe. I mean, maybe. I don't know if it would fit inside of a two by two, but shit, one of those having two one by of, four would be all right. Having having a small in-room AC without like going the and getting a mini split or something like that. Having a small in-room AC with a dual hose, um, you you will be able to drop the temps down in a room and use the room like a lung room for the room that the tent that you're drying and curing is. In. It'd be cheaper. There you AC's go. expensive. Running those ACs is expensive. It'd be cheaper to get just a two by four tent. You know, or just a slightly larger tent, throw the AC right in there and let it just barely work to cool that tent down. I understand in some living situations, there might just not be the space. I mean, it says I already they already have uh, three tents perpetual set up. And it says, any oh, any suggestions or thoughts? We gave that. So, yeah, More it's tents. tough. The other thing that to consider, I don't know if it's always, I've been to Phoenix before one time, man, and like we go out. From this guy's house, we were like just token in the living room and to go get in his car is just sitting out in the sun, the windows up and locked. And I was, oh, I'm like, holy shit. Like you, how can you handle this, dude? (laughs) Like the inside the car is like, I don't know, almost a flashpoint. So hot. But here, I don't grow in the summer. Here, even in British Columbia, last summer was the hottest it's ever been, man. We're getting up over a hundred for this one time for four or five days straight. I don't grow in the summer and it is not hard. If you have three tents perpetual, depending on what you're doing. I don't know if you're going for yourself, your friends, the free market. It's nice to take two or three months off when it's the hottest instead of stressing and struggling and running ACs all day long. Um, and just being able to know that these are the hottest months. It's really a pain in the ass for my growing situation, but you got enough, bud. I know it's hard to hang it up, but I actually enjoy it. I like the break from the grow. Um, right. but that might be consideration as well. A lot of growers do grow seasonally. 
where they take the summers off depending on where they live because it'd be just so much more expensive. I mean, you saw out at, oh, I don't have the pitcher handy, but at uh, Noah's Grow in Oklahoma, you know, he's just out in a warehouse in the middle of just full on sun in the summer. And there was, I don't know how many mini splits outside. Like I'm, I'm guessing at least 10 mini like splits. That. Yeah. So being able to shut down, you know, it's a cost to run those things. Uh, something to consider. Man, I wish they could, like, there was some way we could skip that and just have the sun grow the plants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have uh, about the author here. I don't think I've done this one. Nice. Lippy Crows says, I've been smoking now since 17. I'm 33 this year. If you would have asked me if I would have known I'd be growing at this point in life, I would have said not a chance. I live in Arizona, which was prohibition land until recently, and now I can grow without fear of the law. Beautiful. I have only completed one harvest so far, but I'm learning a ton via the DGC. I hope to yeah. be able to produce some dank, worthy of the dank nugs someday. Oh, hell yeah. Love this community and all the love and information as is shared. It is truly a godsend for the, those of us learning and reading books to be able to grow the dank. Right on, man. You are Thanks. correct, sir. Hey, them. You are correct, them. <laughs> sorry man sorry he she skateboarder father yeah yes thanks slippy grows uh, i hope you figure something out uh and yeah it looks like you're going to dank from that little thumbnail there it is time to recharge it up scotty uh before we got what's going on in our grows and another grow question uh if you guys have not hooked it up uh let's first off i found a question actually so ddc had a question and I thought you guys would like it. Titled on Recharge. A, on a very special Recharge It Up. Yes. Recharge Not Up to the Standards. Oh, Explanation wait. point. By, hey. By Perp, Terp, Fino God. All right. So okay. what's up? What's good, DGC? Here, man? What's going on, man? What's good, DGC, and everyone involved to make this thing go round? Apparently, the state of Oregon tested Recharge in 2019. And the results that they said that they, they got was appalling. They claim only six percent. Only six percent of the claimed bacillus subtilis was present in the sample they tested. They also claim only a small fraction of a percent of trichoderma was present. Does anyone have any more information on this? Maybe Scotty and the crew can address this issue on a show because I know until I hear a reason as to why this was, I simply can't be throwing my money away in a product that doesn't have in it what it's supposed to do. Fair or enough, sir. To. Thanks for what you guys do for the community. I'm sure there's a logical explanation as to what's going on here. Thanks, everyone. Per. There honestly so, is, man. It has to do with testing procedures. This is all about the testing, and this is the reason we pulled out of Oregon in 2019. Yeah. The testing methodology they use for uh, microbials and like microbial certificates of analysis is uh, they test it as it is on the shelf. So they will only test it as a dry powder uh, where it is in dormant form, and they don't test for that, uh, where it's not going to have those numbers. They don't test it in water, where it has everything that we claim it has in there. And more. Uh, we, we, and we more. Always yeah, we low. completely over-deliver yep. uh, on what we actually guarantee on the label. So it's, uh, yeah, no. The recharge is full strength and test out at So you can't, it's, it's not even sold in Oregon? No. No. Not Man, there's 49 other states, and you literally, when you make a label... You have to choose whether you want to make us a label that's compliant, has to do with the analysis, 
and uh, just the layout of it. And the guy in Oregon will only approve a very specific layout. It's and where, the guy where in California says, has another one. It says California's non-plant bigger. food ingredients on it. <laughs> yeah. And California wants it in one place, along with the 49 other states in the country. Yeah. And Oregon wants it in a different one. So you have to have completely separate labeling. And this guy's too. not a bad guy. It's one dude in Oregon that just wants to do it his way. He's like the rag- agricultural fertilizer regulator compliance guy. Yeah. Not a bad guy. Okay. What's up, Mike? He's a, a passionate guy, <laughs> but he just wants to do it his way there. And it does not favor a dry powder inoculant. So man. it's not only just the testing. I mean, it sounds like a multi. I mean, you'd have to create just a whole nother Separately. own label. And yeah, I got you. We can't so, do that, man. By the way, you'll see that the recharge label has changed. Uh, we don't claim the trichoderma anymore on it. It's the same label. It just has to do with all these regulations. In this case, it's not the uh, just in the United States. It's when we send it over. We're starting to try to get it all over the world, uh, trying to get it into the EU specifically. And we had to change the label, man. So, yeah, we're starting to have to as it grows. I'm really psyched to get more people using recharge. But it's uh, we're starting to have to jump through some hoops here, man. We're starting to have to. Yeah, it's painful. I'll tell. I'll start off with if you want some recharge because I I, I I jumped through a few hoops uh, up here in Canada. If you're growing yeah. the dang, the label says kelp and molasses. Maybe. <laughs> well, well, at least you can't say that. Hey, there's more than what they claimed in here. I like that. I see your strategy, dude. Uh, if you are up here in Canada and you want to get some recharge, dudesworld.ca. Uh, if you're in Oregon and you need to get some recharge, maybe you need to go to Amazon and search Real Growers Recharge and get it prime. Of course, anywhere else, Amazon, Amazon UK, you can hit up working on Amazon, other countries. And realgrowers.com, probably your best bet. Coupon code dude will help you out there. Good place to get recharge and grow dots. Don't forget yeah. about the dots, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about this email I got yesterday <laughs> of a guy uh, trying to get his uh, recharge out of like customs in Thailand. You know, and they're like, hey, we want to know what this uh, light brown powder is here. You know, so <sighs> yeah. Shout out to your brother. Um, let's move on to. I got a grow hack here. This is a tight one, pretty simple. Um, I believe, yeah, we met Johan growing at the uh, the Cowboy Cup. Remember, show me this picture. Uh, so it says uh, another one of Johan's broke ass grow hacks. It says Johan back again, um, with another hack for us that are either broke or we'll say frugal. <laughs> uh, that's me, according to the, all right. Where so, we at? Oh, a while back, I ordered a grow bag. Vivio Sun, I think, and I planned, and the plant I grew in it was fine. No pics of that plant. Sorry. Upon a closer look of the grow bag, I noticed it was made out of the same material as my landscape fabric, non-woven, non-woven, blah blah blah. And I thought I could just make my own, so I made one, and it works also. But after fighting the sewing machine for an hour, yeah, f that, and only successfully making one, I had to find a better way. A few days later, my wife and I were grocery shopping, and instead of perpetu- the, instead of um, perpetuating the plastic problem with more bags, I went over to the reusable grocery bag display. Grabbed I a couple. Remember, I do remember uh, Yohem now because I wrote this down. I was like, yeah, I wrote this down. This is cool. So on my way to checkout, notice that these bags are made of the same non-woven material as the landscape fabric and the grow bag. Maybe not as thick as the grow bag, but same material. We got home and I prepped a five gallon bucket of cocoa. The bag holds every bit of the five gallons and we're off to the races. So at 50, 
cents to a dollar a bag. It sure beats five to fifteen dollar a bag. Dude, he oh. is just growing in the Walmart bags, man. He's got the blue Walmart uh, bags or whatever. You know what I mean? The re- uh, the reusable ones. And uh, that's kind of cool. We got it. He was talking about this and I was saying, we got to do the Walmart bag challenge, man. <laughs> Fuck real Doesn't buckets, it- man. We just go get some Walmart bags, man. It's funny. He says, please ignore the, please ignore the stunted one in the red bag. Nice. Looking yeah, good, man. I think there's a Folgers coffee can next to the Walmart bag, possibly with another plant in it. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> man, coffee cans used to be cool. You could hide all sorts of shit in there. And Oh, I didn't see these other pictures. It almost goes all the way to harvest. Approximately four weeks in a flower. Nice. Looking good, man. I just couldn't Very have cool. that in my grow. Like, I couldn't open my tent and consciously see blue Walmart. It would ruin my... You know, my look, my, my little bit of, uh, yeah, it would bring me down a little bit to see the blue Walmart bags. As well. Hey, did they have a uh, Walmart up there? Um, like, did they have real, like. Pretty sure they do. You should eat some shrooms and go hang out there after midnight. Shit, do they? I don't freaking know. That's a good sign about how much attention I pay. It's Canadian time. Right. Okay, Scotty. Right. Oh, yeah, they do. They have a Walmart in my city. What's wrong with me? I just never go there. I don't even walk into Walmart, dude. There's some, a smell. It's weird. Sometimes they're open 24 hours, though. And I'll just be doing something where I need something. I'm probably working in the grow. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Walmart's open, man. And you walk in there or, or you just you, whatever, man. You're in there and it's weird. The people in there are that, that are just overnighters or that are shopping there at two in the morning, like legit shopping. It's pretty weird, man. It's good. You never know. People you never know. People everything. That's as weird as uh, you know. I had a guy, a, a neighbor, that ended up having to go to some other area of Colorado to work on a project, and he was staying there. And then, but it was an overnight thing. Like he got off at I don't know six or something in the morning, seven, and then right. there was just him and maybe a couple of buddies. That's when they went for a pint. So. If you're the guy going in to get a pint, they're off work. You know, the person at the bar, granted, it's kind of weird. They're open then is like thinking potentially like, dude, what's wrong with these people? But people have some effed up schedules, different right. schedules. That's awesome. Um, yeah, these are cool. I wanted to uh, hit. Hey, I forgot to hit back up about the author. This has been about the author show, but we'll take it. Uh, like Turp Fino God, who brought that recharge test. Uh, says, I've been growing cannabis down in Oklahoma for almost 20 years now. Started my first skunk strain at the age of 16. Nice. Awesome. Um, and had that hunger to learn everything I could about cannabis ever since. I've traveled all over the U.S. starting back in the overgrow days, swapping unique genetics and even crazier stories from the Prohibition era. I pride myself on being self-taught cannabis breeder and learn many lessons by doing what the wrong thing. I've lost more <laughs> friends and relatives to the war on drugs than I even want to remember. To anyone and everyone who fought the good fight from the Prohibition era, sacrificed their freedom, and made their voice heard to make all this happen, we all truly thank you. Stay lifted. That's tight, man. Thank you. Hey, respect, perp. Perp, perp, be no god. You can bust my balls anytime, sir. All right, grower question number three, number four, number five. I don't want to roll here. Grow apps, automation, and record keeping. All right. So, (laughs) this is fun. Do you love spreadsheets? Me neither. I'm a visual person. So far, I like the UI of Grow with Jane Best. I think I put a link to this in here, did I? Do you want to show that? It's pretty interesting. It's a Grow app. No control, no nothing. It's an app you can get that just you can enter information while you're doing your Grow. Grow Diaries is another one I heard DDC using. Okay, so it says, I haven't found any other apps that are clearly better. I'm hesitant to spend time only to abandon it. 
I wish Jane had better documentation and tutorials. So that's the app. For now, I'm still writing notes in a little book. Have considered a printed template calendar. Thought the right app would do a better job. Uh, he's hitting on something there. When we were visiting um, Kabosh Cannabis on every door to every room, there was a printed out clipboard where it's just a template, right? Yeah. The date. Time. It's like, it reminded me of when um, they check up on when was this bathroom last cleaned? Okay, you're fired. Um, right where you put the date, the time, you put the PPM, pH, you put, there's all kinds of just information to put um, for what you're doing, which is, I like it. That's really simple. And they also had dry erase board calendars on every door as well to make notes. Um, but if you want to get technical, he says, he's, why do I get, you got me tripped up on these pronouns now when I say, he says, I'm, I'm being, I'm always assuming growers are, are men, I guess. How dare you? I know, I know. Says, I, I see I that are, better. How dare you? <laughs> I see there are smart platforms that are Wi-Fi or Bluetooth enabled or both. The AC Infinity, um, the uh, uh, AC Infinity 67, that's a Bluetooth for your fan only. Pulse, which Pulse Pro uh, is definitely, and the Pulse One has got everything you want for this. The Niwa, et cetera. Obviously, I am consider these as part of the recording and monitoring output. I see how you're buying in a particular ecosystem. I'm trying to rank what I do with the data now and later. So he needs a device. If he's trying to rank, if you're trying to monitor your grow and you want to look at the data from the prior grow, like the pulse does all that. Like you can look at, you can look at however you want. You can look at charts, you can look at spreadsheets, right. you can look at it'll keep all the data, all your set points, humidity, temperature, CO2 PPM if you get the pulse pro. Um, right. and it's a great way. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to write on a chart. So if you want to look at data with environmental set points. That would be my pick. Um, but some things might follow the parameter where you do need that little check sheet on the door. It is nice to have, especially you see it at commercial facilities because you, you, there's a head grower. Usually there's some growers below the head right. grower and there's got to be, you know, you got to be held accountability is sure. what you're looking for if shit goes wrong. Um, yeah, you got like PBM, you get stuff that Pulse doesn't measure, which I mean, maybe the one does do, uh, I don't think it does light all around, but he's out there checking his lights, you know, uh, the PPFD of his lights are honestly the par of it. Um, and just the nutrient, the pH, all that kind of stuff. Any kind of IPM applications. And the Pulse uh, does have just a plain calendar in there as well. So you can make whatever type of notes if there's not right. something within the right. app that you want. Um, yeah, but I think that's the answer, no? I think so as well. It's super. The only difference, let's say, if you wanted something that's even the first said, um, the first mentioned, uh, we have a link in here, I believe. What was it? The UI of Grow with Jane app. It's an app only. A control. It doesn't monitor anything. It's up to you. That's my. Like I was sure. going to try Grow Diaries for a little bit. I'm like, it's, this is cool, man. But there's no way I'm going to take the time to enter all the shit in. Whereas when you have a device tracking it and doing it for you, like the pulse, then that, yeah, that's my pick. And you can't um, work at a commercial grow, dude. I'm sorry. If, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's true. It's, you know, if you, what would it take? About five extra minutes, uh, seriously, five extra minutes to every time that you spend an hour in the grow or did something significant in the grow to document it. Um, I just five minutes is a long time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's like 25% of a half hour TV show, man. All right. I'm just so on autopilot too. Like I know what day I am on mentally. Um, Like I know where I want, everything has just been so, and I haven't changed a lot this, we'll we'll talk, well, whatever. It's what's going on in my grow a little bit, but 
same nutrients. I'm doing Synganic. I'm doing a little insect grass. I'm using Ramo newts at a said pH, have a recharge day. Same shit I, I've always done because I know it will work. And I, I haven't, I got started a bit late this, this fall. Um, so I want this grow to work. That's why I didn't do a plant with grow dots yet because I haven't used grow dots. I just needed my recipe to get me to harvest. So I got some good bud because I wouldn't want, not that I couldn't get some, but yeah, I wanted it to work, but I will mix it up for sure. Um, once this is, this is done. And I wanted to say, this is a pretty easy about the author here. Uh, treetop says, uh, equal opportunity hobbyist. I love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm so, also into model trains. If you do hook it up, uh, pulsegrow.com, coupon code dude over there, the one or the pro. The pro gets you CO2, gets you PPFD, has a light meter on it, has a lithium battery in it if you want to walk around to grow with it and to get your readings as well. And they're super easy. Don't be intimidated. If you guys aren't technical, I just hooked up my pro a couple of weeks ago. Super easy, man. Like it's literally you plug it in and you get it on your Wi-Fi network. And it just starts tracking everything. It was in the app is built by growers for growers. It's the right. best. I love saying it. It's the best in app experience I've ever had. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you know, I'm using, I'm mostly using right now, just tags, <coughs> color coded tags. And I just, you know, with a, a marker, what do they call them? Or dryer. Anyway, a Sharpie. It's right. You write some information on you know, how much fertilizer, uh, when I, when they were cut, when they were transplanted, that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I just keep notes on my phone. I'll just keep yeah. notes in, in my calendar, actually. So, okay, the 29th cut clones today. You know, the 6th, this clone came out of the chamber. Just get nothing. You're not technical. You at least have, yeah, like a calendar on the door. Don't do the calendar in your phone. Try to do less in your phone because then you'll be looking at your phone, doing your calendar, and then you're going to get a text <laughs> from Joe. And then the text from Joe is going to take you to some stupid social media shit. And the next thing you know, you forget what you're doing with your girl. All right. Phone hater, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. Think about all the positive stuff you can do with your phone, by the way. All the mm -hmm. things you could learn having it in your pocket, man. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing, I think. Why not look mm -hmm. and say, dude, when did I cut these clones? Damn. Uh, <clears throat> maybe I'm, you know, doing something else, you know, sitting as a passenger in the car. And I'm like, man, with those clones, I can't believe I took a peek at them and they were uh, rooting out like crazy. How long has it been? Feels like four days. It's been six days. All right, and you use my calendar. Yeah. Boy, you know, we're not going to get into it. You know me. The problem isn't that that's cool. It's that they're trying to make it cool for effing everything. You sound just like my kids. I'm not looking at screens, Dad. I'm doing this. I'm like, well, they're making it so every goddamn thing is you. Everything. Yeah. So that's yeah. my that's my qual. All right, buddy. Get a pen and some paper sometimes, people. It's probably good for your brain and your I hand. Have pens here, man, right next to my cheeky oh. bar. All right. If you want to know why I keep moving around in my chair, stay tuned for the next Wake and Bake. Uh -oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't uh, get better. Got to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> Let's uh, go to the pros list here before we got what's going on in our grows. Uh, I just wanted to do, I had a question for the DDC because actually a question and a, this is over at dudegrows.com forward slash pros as well. We list off our pros and there's not a ton of them guys. These are companies we've met the owners, we've talked with them. We know they got a great product. They got a good service. Their best interest is in hooking up the DGC as well with good deals and free product. Are these um, guys pros? 
I no. Well, that's what I was going to ask on these <laughs> cats. So you guys know a great product that we've talked about for many years is Radical Bags. Um, Radical Bags, I will say to my knowledge, has changed ownership and has had some issues, not with the product, but Radical Bags is no longer. That was the all mesh PVC um, air pruning bag. And I know I looked you, up. It is hard to run a company, man. It's hard. There's all sorts of. Thank you, Guru, for helping me, man. Thanks, Banner. Thanks, High C. It is freaking. There is a lot to running even a small company with one product. Yeah, 100%. So I know some, I, I just, my products. brain started ticking then and be like, dude, I want to have a radical know, a bag I was talking about. A container sponsorship kicking so we can get gear from DDC uh, and rainsciencegrowbags.com. I remember seeing them in an old grow post. Somebody was using them. So you guys, I know a couple of your growers out there are using them. Give me some feedback. The cool thing is I called up Rain Science Grow Bags and Sean, the owner, answered, How can I help you? I'm like, who am I speaking with? Sean, the owner. And I, I like that shit. Like, being able to connect and not have there are you, I think you've probably done it, Scotty. I've done before. I'm looking to work with people and you're calling somebody and you can't get past just an automated system. Right. Period. It's like, that's how like washer and dryer warranties work and shit. Right. And where you just but, like, Sean, Shane, what's the fucking difference? Send me some bags. <laughs> Shane was the owner of, uh, of tell me what you bags. think DDC. We're going to try and get rain science grow bags <laughs> picking uh, their, their product looks cool. They have some unique stuff. They have something type like a pheno hunt bag. That's taller. Uh, so there's more space. Um, then they also have more volume with just being taller um, type of cone clone bag. So I want to we'll see what's those. what, what's that soil protector guru. I just saw something. It said uh, it was the same company. Yeah, Eclipse Solar Shield Soil Protectors. That's interesting. I think I saw, uh, didn't know I have these, Kibosh Cannabis. If not, I saw them at the Cowboy Cup. And they. I have a huge evaporation problem with these hempy buckets, man. I think these are the solution. Yeah, those look dope um, as well. So give me some feedback, guys. Dugros.com forward slash pros. Go on over there. Check out if you're looking at Horticulture Lighting Group. You need to get some lighting. Reach out, coupon code DUDE. You guys are getting, man, it was impressive. I think there must have been, I don't know, 150? I didn't ask. How many 600 R specs were at Noah's at Kabosh Cannabis? Oh, a lot, man, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And those are definitely DE replacements, man, like high off canopy set, like they were doing good. Yes. Um, as well as soil seeds here now. Big shout out to seeds here now. Taking credit cards now, guys. Coupon code DUDE10. Can't remember any of this. Dugros.com forward slash pros. Vote with your dollars. Help your grow. Help the show. All right. So, yes. um, in yes. our growth, you are what's going on, on in your fire grow? today, dude. You are on fire. You talked uh, a little bit about some things in your grow, but. Uh, man, anything, dude, cold. It is. It got cold out, man. And we had this nice. What do they call it? it? I don't know. But it was just this beautiful, very mellow, long fall. And sometimes it would be sick. A lot of times it would be 60 degrees and people were walking around going, <clears throat> um, what's happening here? It's like Thanksgiving and it's like 60 out. It was pretty amazing. But uh, when I was in Oklahoma, it dropped down to what was it like in the teens, maybe low 20s when we came home, Guru? I think it, I think it was 18 degrees. I think when it was we landed. 18. Degrees. By the way, you walk into like the airport <laughs> with uh you know, whatever your trip was like 60 degrees. I walk in with a little, you know, hoodie or something. You're going to walk out to that long-term parking, man. At 18. I was just going to ask you, I've done that Shit. coming back one time from Hawaii. Right. And I think it was maybe my honeymoon, but it was like going from Hawaii to Denver and I did not plan. I was in flip-flops yeah. in like shorts and shit. And I had to run all the way the fuck out long-term parking. <laughs> like that was not cool. 
Yep. Uh, yep. But anyway, uh, I, uh, I, uh, <coughs> Uh, harvested before I left, came back. My bud was way too dry, like crispy dry after four days. And I was super bummed. And I just went and cut, you know, not all my plants are ready. I just had some cherry paloma and some uh, pure Vita. And so I went and just cut a wet bud off. This is like a gelato cake bud. And I put it in this container. And just used it after about 12, 18 hours, the moisture evened out. This bud was still somewhat moist, but everything in here was back to uh, being where it needed to be to, to cure. So now- The same you thing get, you could achieve if you had the right Bovita packs on, on hand, right? Yeah, I'm actually going to throw some Bovita packs. I forgot they existed until just now. Dude. Bovida or what's the other? Integra is another I brand of Bovida packs. I got Bovida packs. They're good to us, man. But take a look. This is kind of- where i want it man you know Hold on. oh smoke you okay yes oh ask ask dude hey dude what's going on in your grow what's going on in my grow is all kinds of good stuff man i have i've been watching the environment with that new pulse pro hooked up uh, my tent is exhausting a bit more than i thought it's interesting to watch it i'll have stand up there and watch it and i knew it was going to be an issue so the fans kicking on when I hit 63% humidity and the fan kicks on and it ramps up one, two, you can see the speed control on the controller, 67, three, four, and it goes up to eight, which is the max fan speed. And then goes back down to eight, seven. And that cycle takes about 33 seconds. Right. And when that cycle's done, it brings my humidity from 62, 63 down to about 57 or ish. And it, it it keeps it tight. It's pretty sensitive, you know, it, so it doesn't swing too much. Um, and it's doing this a lot. So it's like, fuck, you know what that's doing? That's sucking my CO2 out every time it does it. My right. tank's going to go dry quick. And it did. So while I'm watching my CO2 and uh, it is basically staying 450 to almost 500, which, you know, I'm like, you know what? That's not so bad. Maybe I should just do this grow where... It's going to be, you know, just an ambient air exchange. Plenty of people yeah. grow that way and they grow good bud. Then I thought, shit, you know what, dude? If you could turn your CO2 down, maybe you could make a tank last for, uh, if a tank lasts me two weeks or longer, it's $40 for a refill, but yeah, it to last man, me a month if possible. Expensive, bro. 20 but bucks is full retail here. My CO2 controller is <laughs> called the ultra simple one from GrowZone, So it doesn't have the option to dial it down. It only it has like a low, medium, high. And right now on low, whenever my CO2 drops below 900, it kicks it on. So it's like, man, I don't want that. That's still too high. So I missed, I thought I'll get it. I was looking at a controller that had just the knob, not even a digital display. And I could turn the knob down to I was going to say, let me try and run this at 650 in here and see if I don't blow through a tank too quick. But here's the best grow hack, dude. One of the best grow hacks. Shout out to Johnny Hash. I was like, this is a small grow space. So I got my, my little metal, a little metal, you know, rolling tray like this. Set that down at the base. It's in a safe spot. And I put a tea light, a candle on it. And now I am running around on average 700 to 750 ppm. Lights on in the grow with that exhausting happening from one. Uh, first, I used vanilla, but I didn't have any buds, so we're fine. But non scented tea in your grow tent? A tea light, dude. They, this one burns. I think for fire, right? Simmer down. Just let's no, just burn. Like, no, I mean, a grow tent's a pretty, 
like sealed environment. Oh, you I said think. yeah, like, yeah not like the, anything's going to catch fire. The, cla- yeah, the classic so. way, just put it in a ter- in the bottom of a terracotta pot too. It's definitely not going to catch anything on fire. Though. There is nothing that, that would millennia. Catch, there's nothing that would catch on fire, and it's and it's yeah. You'd have to like someone would have to just like knock the whole tent over, and I have no idea. We're talking about soil no. and wet plant material. Yeah, yeah. But man, I remember Johnny Hash. I believe did like three or four of them in a five by five. And we might at a, a certain point, you know, you're getting to it's this is inconvenient, whatever. But in a little two by four or smaller, I'm I'm really benefiting from it. And then while I'm home, I mean, you can buy, you know, you can buy the whatever, the hundred pack of tea lights on Amazon for pretty damn cheap. I don't know how cheap they are, but I get up in the morning. Today was the first time. It was, it's almost like a ritual. I'm like, well, here's your little candle for the day. Right. And it kicks ass, man. Um, good also hack, dude. Look at that, man. Uh, it works good. I two bottle with candle. Be safe, you know. We guys are doing this out there, um, but it's pretty damn. It's pretty damn safe. And I was joking. I was thinking the first one I put in there was vanilla, um, but my buds aren't. You know, I'm only a week into bloom. I said, like, wait a minute. What if you could? You know, you can get a lot of different scented tea lights. Maybe we could add something to the terpene profile later in bloom. You know, this little does yeah. A little vanilla like orange gasm. It smells it's lavender. You can really sense the lavender, <laughs> you know, and caramel chocolate notes. Ah, speaking, I said orange gasm and strawberry starburst. Both my orange gasm are obviously female because they are feminized. And I am, I know one, I, I'm going for it. I'll, I'll just regret it if I'm wrong. But both my strawberry starburst are female as well, which those were not feminized. So I'm pretty, they look really different in growth structure. Right. which we can see in Finos, but uh, I am pretty damn stoked on that. So, and if you do, do I, while, when you hear this, which I think is Monday, hopefully my new Irie genetics have arrived if you're in Canada. You guys can check that out at dudesworld.ca forward slash Irie. Every month yeah. I'm stocking up a little Irie genetics, guys. So check back, check back. Yeah. All by right. the way, Jinx has been really cool. Jinx proof. Oh man, we need our own cartoons, dude. You know? Nice. He's he's been super cool. I've got a whole bunch of uh I think I might have already given them to Rolling Stoner, but just a whole bunch of genetics, some nine pound hammer, nine pound punch. So uh look for those as well, DGC. As well as just talked to Square One Genetics this morning, hung out with them for no or him for Know Your Breeder. And dude, he's got his drops sell out in like a minute. He says you've got to be just like on a list and ready to go. And he's just a small breeder. We're dang fucking fire. Nice. But he, he might have said he would give up a couple packs for uh, uh, the DGC. So we'll, we'll have to see about that. He better have said. Okay? How dare you say He sir? either says so or we are not airing. Right? <laughs> so we negotiate. It's a negotiating tool. I'm sorry. You know what I forgot? He is totally DGC from the start, man. Titan, what's up, man? And uh, from the Portland Cannabis Cup. Uh, what would we call that? Not, that wasn't a Cannabis Cup there. What was that? The Portland Meetup. Um, he was there, man. Throwdown, man. Throwdown. Yeah, the throwdown. That's what it was. So this, <laughs> this guy's been around in the DGC forever. But uh, I enjoyed talking to him today, man. Square One Genetics. Kind of psyched. And thank you for the generosity, sir. Um, some auto seeds got my attention from the cowboy cup. Whoa, Shout those out! Are cool. I, yeah, I, I should actually. Too. I'm not sure what the you know these just kind of showed up in my in my backpack, man. I believe this is a gem seeker genetics, and it's 
Gaz Auto, and I hope they're auto film. I can't really see, but 70 days from seed, homie. How interesting is that? I have, oh, did that just pull off? Oh, I have Wicked no. Genetics, King Cake, Special Rift, and um, yeah, some autos from Joe. Thank you, Joe. I think I can't read these. He bred them himself. I was telling Scotty um, coming back that even though getting seeds from DDC is like, just as important as getting like, whoa, that this this big name breeder pack, check it out. You know, I really feel almost more not pressure, but like when you're handed seeds from somebody's work, like I want to plant it, I want to grow it, you know, right. I want to see what's what it's with tough, it. Tough man, I so, can't plant everything. I can't even dude, come I, close. I can't plant anything. I gave them to my brother Jude, and uh, he he's got a, a, a magnetic key box on his car. So, you know, when you, when you have an extra key, you know, you hide a magnetic shit, man. You just swallow the shit. All right. If you want to get over <laughs> the border and know it, man. Sorry. Yes. Oh, but uh, shout out. And oh, God damn. I forgot the name of the gentleman hooking up the wicked, wicked genetics. Sorry, my friend, but hit me up. Um, a lot of, a lot of talking, a lot of meeting people. I tried when we started that event, Scotty, to be like, all right, dude, this is the ultimate test. I do it every time. I do like the trick, to how you remember people's names. Like you put something, what, when you see somebody, what first comes to mind? Is it, uh, you know, a goat or apply something weird to it, right? Is that how you try to remember names? Famous people. Famous people. I think about somebody and I think about Brett and I'm like, oh, Brett Michaels from Poison. Yeah, I'll always think of the lead <laughs> singer from Poison to remember you. Ah, so like, so example, Noah from uh, from uh, Kabosh, I could I, I put a, I could put like Noah's arc with it. Like that would yes. work too. Just something that. Look at you, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I got it. Uh, let's get ready. Hey, who's slinging recharge out there? Where can you go support a local cannabis hydro store? You know, I'm going to give it up. I actually, my friend Cody, uh, manages the Tulsa grow generation and he cool. was actually the manager over at uh, way to grow back in the day. And just an old friend, really cool freaking kicking ass, man. Just uh, really fun to hang out with him. We hung out right before I went to the airport, but I handed him just a fucking shitload of grow dots, man. Those little single, uh, 75 mm -hmm. gram pouches, one plant. So go bug the, uh, the Tulsa grow generation. And tell him, Scott, he said, you guys are loaded with grow dots, man. So, well, you said 75 grams, one plant. What's that for five gallons? Si single plant in a five gal, 75 grams. Unless okay. you grow beastly. I'm experimenting and I've got some uh, plants. Imagine that. They got away from me, man. There's some plants that are fucking huge, man. They're three and a half feet. And I'm worried that uh, that might take more than 75 grams in a five gal. But I'm playing with that for a normal size plant. You know, two to three foot plant. Yeah, five gallon of 75 grams is enough, man. Especially for autos. Seems to be a really good dose as well. I'm not saying it's just for autos, but I see a lot of auto success stories with the grow dots. Yeah, they um, work. I mean, we said perfected for autos because the idea was to just make a set it and forget it, you know, formula, man, or fertilizer. Yeah, I dig. I also dig the DDC Patreon producers. Uh, don't forget, if you want to become part of the club, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Working hard for those benefits. Bonus show on Friday. So I want to give some respect and shout outs to some of these cats. Scotty, I'm going to start it off with Jay Dutch and Chris B. Cush, a 420. What's up? Yo, how about throwing boxes? And Sean Mack, a.k.a. Xavier 420. 
All right, nice. I like that. It's like a cross, you know? Hey, Sean Mack crossed with Zay 420. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's awesome, man. That's some good shit. What's up, big Nugly of 420 and Dominic in Minnesota. Mortifier. I think this is a guy I used to buy uh, quarters from back in the day that was studying to become, I don't know, what do you call mortician? And I was like, we just go, yeah, they let you alone with those bodies, man. <laughs> just gonna take my weed and go, no, man. The Big Bopper. What's up, Ryan, AKA your mailman Groves yeah. and Danky Dank. How about that? Come on, Danky Dank Double D. These guys should hang out, man. Uh, Double D and Adam Anti-Pop. I couldn't agree with you more. One of really? the best finest albums. One of the best finest albums. Are you a K-pop guy? What? Are you a K-pop guy? Yeah, sure, man. You I know feel me. like I've got to show you it exists next to Awake and Bake and what best of social media. It is the weirdest thing. Thank God it's from Japan or from uh, Korea, rather. All right, Mega, Mega, 4G, and Billy Bong smoking. Stay nice. higher. DGC, until next time, we be coming at you. All right, take a reason, dude. Well, do. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss man says to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude.